All right, guys, so another quick update where I want to talk about entrepreneurship. Um, I attended a talk recently with, um, I guess they were an IT consultant, um, the CEO of an IT consultancy firm out of Atlanta, Georgia, with about 75 employees, and it was a cool talk. Um, actually, they're not, they're not IT. What they specifically do is they coach businesses on something called um, Agile, uh, management practices, which is where they, I guess I don't actually know the, um, all the principles, but I know that like one of the principles of, of agile is that you have, uh, lots of little updates to a program rather than a few large ones, um, which I guess is called like the waterfall method. But anyway, that's not really what I want to talk about today. Um, it's, I believe it's adapted though from Six Sigma, which is a manufacturing, uh, management methodology. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the guy was talking about his influences and he said, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. And I went to talk to him after I was like, do you really like Gary Vaynerchuk? And he's like, you know, um, I view it. I, I oh, specifically what I asked him is, have you ever heard Gary Vaynerchuk give a practical piece of advice? And I don't think he could think of one, but what he did say is, yeah, I view it as motivation. And that's how I view those types of guys too. I no longer listen to business podcasts thinking, um, you know, this is going to be a tip that makes me a million dollars or to exaggerate. I think of it as um, motivation. And, and he said too, it, it's re, it was reinforcement for things he were always, always already doing. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk in particular, he, he drives me a little crazy because I feel like, I feel like he has zero practical advice. I've listened to about at least two hours of his programming, um, a talk, both a talk and his podcast. And I feel like he had zero practical tips. And you'd think in ta- hearing somebody talk about their business for two hours that there, there would be something practical and there, and there wasn't. But anyway, um, so I think he's kind of full of shit. But I will say, and, and I've never, people talk about how he's an advertising firm. I've, I've never heard him talk about results he's produced for clients even one time either. Now, maybe he does that. And if I apologize, you know, I've, I've heard him speak a lot. But if he's doing stuff on podcasts that I've missed, I apologize. And if you're getting something out of it, you know, even if you're just getting motivation, I support you doing that. I, I listen to different people for motivation. The thing I do like that Gary Vaynerchuk says is this, or at least um, he's all about hustle and I don't really like that word. He's, he's, uh, the way that I see it or, or how I choose to view it is passion. He's all about um, really laying it down on the line on something you care about. And I like that too. And, and one, thing I, one way I heard him put it is, so the way, that he, the way that he became famous, I guess, he's internet famous and he's a marketer and he, he's also an entrepreneur coach or spokesperson. Anyway... Um, motivational speaker. Uh, his parents owned a wine store. He started a YouTube channel like 10 years ago to talk about wine. It became something called Wine TV where he was the number one wine blogger on YouTube. And with that, he became internet famous. He did motivational talks uh, at, at conferences. I'm pretty sure the guy's on drugs because he's like always on fire. He's just always like yelling. Um, but anyway... Uh, he, he and I heard him give a talk at um, 
uh, a conference about the web. It was probably like a web, yeah, it was a web 2.0 conference, which is like irrelevant now. That's how fast things move. Web 2.0 is, but um, it's now you know web apps, and that's really only for for e-commerce web apps. I don't know. I don't think they really matter for consumer. Anyway, though, um, what he said was he's like. If you know about, and I think he's talked about idea sex and cross-sectional skills, like if you know about volleyball and um, music, then do the best product that is a combination of those things. I think he's one of the guys that says that. But the way, the other part I like is he says, but like, I he's like me, I know about wine and I go all in on wine. I crush it on wine. That's another of his favorite phrases. He's like, you're not going to beat me doing wine. And for all I know, he's right. And so I view that as pick the thing you're most practical about or, or passionate about and focus on that. So that's a message of his that I support. Um, one sec. By the way, that's something I've I believe or tend to believe if somebody's always talking about hustle and how they outwork everybody else and how they're just amazing at, at hustling, I more or less assume that they're on some type of drugs. Um, it's not, it's not natural. And I think a lot of the new business public uh, publication, if it is natural, it's extremely rare that somebody has that level of energy or passion. Um, and there's a lot of business public or podcasts, particularly like Tim Ferriss type of coaches, they talk about how business people are learning that they need to be more like athletes. They need to have balance in their life. They need to like um, take care of their sleep. So I think that that's a positive trend. Um, if you're one of those people who doesn't need to worry about sleep, you know, um, maybe you've already found that thing you're super passionate about. And if you have, I think you're very lucky. If you haven't found it yet, don't... Um, don't write off that you may find one. Just keep exploring your interests and in working. I think, I imagine for people who, who come out of college, high school, whatever, knowing what their thing is, things must be much easier for them because then it's like they don't have to do this cost benefit of how picking the next job or whether they're not, they should start the business or whether they should restart it if it goes bankrupt. They just know. Um, but for the rest of us, you know, just because it hasn't happened, I think you should stick with um, building yourself in a variety of ways and you may find it. Like for me, social media and communicating is slowly becoming my thing. You know, I think it may be science science posting and that's kind of why I'm talking about this. So I think my new, I th not new, it's been, f so I've had my science and technology group for about, I think 2011 it was founded. It's been a long time, but it's just now starting to take off. And um, this is why I bring up Vaynerchuk. A lot of people are telling me to do blogging. I don't want to be a blogger. I don't enjoy writing more than a few words. That's why I do Facebook. People tell me to do, I do this podcast now, people tell me to do a YouTube channel. I don't want to do a YouTube channel. I'm not saying I may never do these things. Maybe my passions will change. But right now, I have no interest in doing it. I don't think it sounds fun. I don't want to be on camera. Um, if I do it, I may try it as an experiment. I'm not so opposed to it. I wouldn't experiment. But for me, podcasting works better right now. And here's the thing. It, just like he says, nobody can beat me at, at uh, wine. No one can beat me at science and technology posting. By beat me, I mean the volume of content and trying to curate good content 
Um, I, I'll go out and say, my science group on Facebook is the best science group on Facebook. And uh, by the way, we're like the fourth largest and it's growing. It's grown by 2000 members in the past four or five months. So I think I have a shot to be the biggest, but that's what I mean. And the only reason I can do that. So this thing didn't grow for years. The all, all of a sudden it's growing. The only reason I can do that, the only reason I put up with, with it for that long is because I was passionate about it. On some level, I'm doing it for me. I would do it if it never grew. I would do it if there's no chance of making money at it. Which, by the way, there have been there have been some offers to to try to people want to invest a little bit to 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 advertise in it, which I'm holding off on doing because I want to be true to the quality. So I'm really going to be gauging those carefully. I don't want to lose quality for that. But my point is, if I wasn't passionate about the science and technology posts, I wouldn't be good at it. And and it's specifically, it's not, specifically Facebook is my thing. YouTube was Gary V's. And so I applaud him on, he really put the time in. So here's something, I have a friend who, he wants to do an art business. Now, art is not easy to make. That's why there's the concept of the starving artist. And so he works another job um, to... Uh, to make his living. And what I told him is when he was asking me what I think about it, I was like, and this is what I would tell to anyone younger than me. If it's the thing you think you would do, if nobody paid you, then continue to do it. I guess I don't even have to say that because if drawing is that thing for him and painting is that thing for him, he'll keep doing it and don't have any shame or fear about doing that, that, um, I think that could lead to something and it may lead to it when you least expect it. It may take you a circuitous route. You know, it may, you may have to do other things for a while while that gets off the ground. But I think that that's a great way to be. And I think the only thing that can sustain those side hustles as they call them, again, a word that used to bug the hell out of me, but it's passion that I think that will sustain those. But I think a danger, at least for me is, you know, I have people all the time telling me to write blog posts and to record videos and, and all this stuff. And I just, I, I, for me, it's like telling a fish to be a horse. It's just not, it's not right. It, it, had somebody told Gary V to write a book about wine instead of doing his YouTube, um, I imagine he would have felt the same way. And that's what I would tell somebody else, own your thing. This is my thing is posting. And I've had to own it before there was value there. It reminds me, and you know, there's still very limited value to that. I, I guess you could say it helped me. I began, I made a name for myself and I've earned a livelihood for four years doing it. Um, it still needs to grow. And there've been times that I made part of my money doing other things. But I think that the longer I put in, the greater the likelihood of, of having that happen. Um, but it reminds me of something that Paul Graham has said. Paul Graham is the guy who runs uh, Y Combinator, which is like the most successful incubator. They've incubated um, Square and Airbnb. I think they might have incubated Uber. I may be wrong on that. But just a lot of companies that you've heard of were incubated by, by Airbnb. And um, the thing that he said was uh, you need to do irrational things. Do the thing that everybody else says it's a waste of time. Now, uh, granted, we all have a limited amount of time we can waste in our lives. And that's why I think it should be your passion because at least you might enjoy part of it. 
But that's what I mean. So like people ask me like, why are you bothering with, there's people, you know, if you're one of the supportive friends out there, you're, you're not going to understand this, but some people have reacted to me. If you like, why do you bother posting that? Or why do you care about your Facebook group? Or there's no point in that or, you know, stuff like that. And I don't think they, I think they were just puzzled. Like it just, and you know, I had somebody say to me one time, wait, you want to make money just by posting things and this was recent um and so uh things i things i care about you know they already know that i make money by posting for other people's businesses so anyway and i think there's people that don't that don't get it and you know unless i'm making a lot of money at it i think that they rationally you know there's there's not a lot of evidence to support my cause but because I'm passionate about it, I'll keep doing it. And that, I think, increases the chances. The other thing I think you're looking for when you start a business or when you have a passion is you're looking for J-curves. And that's like a VC term. They also call it the hockey stick curve. And that's picture a growth chart where as the line goes up and to the right, that's selling more units or making more revenue. You're looking for the chart that looks like a J where it starts really low and it just shoots up. Exponential growth. Um, and, uh, I, I think that, so let's say my, I think the experimentation has a purpose. So if you're not really passionate about something yet, but you know, you like art, but you're not sure how to deliver it, then you could experiment with the various ways of delivering the art, various ways of painting. And my friend is doing that. You know, he took on oil paint. He got an iPad pro so he can start doing it that way. He's doing lots of different marketing approaches. Um, and I think that just increases the likelihood that he will find one of these things that that creates that J-curve of growth. But a lot of times when startups, great startups, for start, it's like it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, it, this isn't a recipe for success because a lot of the ones that didn't make sense never made sense. And they just nobody's yet. Somebody has yet to find a way to make money at that. But um, if you have passion you don't care. You're, you're getting a reward while you're doing that. So I, I think I'm being clear on, on, on why I think my advice to people right now is pursue your passion. If you don't have a passion yet, try to find one. Follow your interests. You don't know where they could end up. And if you need to work for somebody else in the meantime, it doesn't mean that you'll never have a passion. It doesn't mean you'll never have a thing like Gary Vee or you don't want to crush it. Um, maybe, you know, sometimes I felt like a person who balance matters a lot for me um, in terms of my work-life balance. So that's one of the reasons that I choose to work for myself versus making more money for another company because I get some work-life balance in addition to doing things I'm more interested in doing for my for my livelihood. Oh, so my startup group was a J-curve. So I started all these groups back in like 2011 and 2012 on all different topics. I mean, I, own, I must have a ton of groups. And... Um, They've all added members, but none of them have taken off like the science and technology group. So when I, and it kind of experienced a, I mean, I'll give you an example. It took me six years to get the first 500 members and I've gotten the, the latest 2000 in uh, the last four or five months. And you know, people say, oh, well, they're fake profiles. Uh, I'm sure there's some, and I don't know what percentage, but I know that I look at a lot of them and they're started years ago. And I've looked at their faces and their photos and they have pictures and everything. So, and I, I you know, it, let's say I have to take one fake user for every real one. I'm willing to do that. And I see engagement numbers. The engagement numbers are going up and they're going up steadily. 
Um, so anyway, and, and who knows, uh, who knows if I, I'm ever able to earn a living doing stuff like this, but, um, again, it's fun for me, so I'll keep doing it. So I have that going for me, but it took me forever to find that it took Facebook coming out. It took Facebook making groups. It took, you know, so, um, anyway, if you don't have that yet, please keep going. I've got some more tips for you here. You know, it makes me think of Bitcoin. Um, I espouse generally some very, um, traditional financial advice, that comes to me from my UF business school professors and um, people like Warren Buffett. And they generally recommend that you put most of your money in American stocks, that you um, put the rest of it in US bonds. And uh, there's a lot of, uh, it's probably for another podcast as to why they pick those two things. Uh, but you should put it in that and call it a day rather than trying to, to beat the market on any given day or any, you know, trying to get a hot tip and, 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 and that somehow you're the only guy with that tip. You know, I was talking to Ethan Feldman, the owner of Study Edge, and he said um, he's still skeptical. We were talking, um, this was a couple months ago, and he said, I'm still skeptical of the whole Bitcoin thing, man, or one of the things we're talking about because... Um, you know, what are the chances that this guy in Gainesville has the hot tip? Now he's since bought some Bitcoin, but I, I'm not telling you to do that. The reason I bought Bitcoin and the reason I deviated from my advice, because most of the things, you know, a lot of these coins, there's most of them are not going to pan out. And most companies, you know, companies, they last on the fortune 500 or S and P 500 for only six years. So, so picking companies is dangerous and it's, it's a lot like gambling. Um, the, the reason I did Bitcoin is because at, it was my passion at the time. And, and I think sometimes I still think that it is the antidote or it is the, the protection against governments going bankrupt. So when governments go bankrupt and they can't pay their debts, sometimes their currency becomes worthless and inflation shoots up. And at that time, a currency like Bitcoin that you can't print more of, um, it, it, it becomes it becomes more valuable. And there's a whole school of economics that I've been into from time to time called Austrian economics um, that is very based on uh, microeconomics and that the idea that, you know, they think macroeconomics, the idea that the government can, can alter the economy for the better, they think that that's false. And so I still hold those opinions um, and I go through phases with them, but it was my passion when I bought Bitcoin and you know it's panning out and i still think there's going to be I, I think that that's a possibility but i'm not putting every dime i make into bitcoin you should know that and i'm not um you know i'm not a trader um but anyway so i would say if you're gonna gamble on something in your life i say this to say make it your passion i hope it's your passion um and if if it's not your passion then just be safe i mean what are the chances that you're gonna be you know i have friends who are great at their profession and they make good money at their profession. What are the chances that they're going to be great at their profession and they're also going to be great at picking stocks or um, picking hot Bitcoins or whatever? And so my point is, um, if you, uh, uh, you know, if you're making money and, and you're not passionate about an investment, then maybe put that into uh, something safe. And that would be S&P 500 index funds. Put that into U.S. Treasury bonds. Um, there's no need to take chances and there's no need to learn the painful lessons of trying to outbet people that maybe have some more information than you or for them, it is their life. It's their whole day. You know, you spend an hour a day and, 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 and they spend their, it's their career. So, um, that's maybe I should have called this segment, you know, um, 
investing advice or how to use passion as an investing benchmark. But it's it's not investing advice. Um, you know, I still recommend with most of your money, S and P. So anyway, guys, that's my entrepreneurship advice for the day. If you're a fish and you like to swim, and, and, and somebody else is telling you to be a horse, you know, run your race. Um, if you, you know, my friend, he, he's expanded what he likes to do with art, but let's say that he only likes to draw and somebody wants him to paint. Um, he needs to draw, uh, in my opinion, um, unless he enjoys painting. And that goes back to the passion because you don't know that there's not suddenly going to be a market for what you like to draw. Uh, and if you're, if you have a passion for it, you're not going to be as sad maybe as doing painting and having it not work out. So, um, maybe, maybe the formula and there's no formula, but maybe the formula would be passion plus time equals success or equals, uh, mastery. But anyway, that's what I'd like to believe for myself and for you guys. And I thought of another way to put it the other day is, um, rarely do good things happen to you by quitting. Um, so, uh, you know, do something. Um, I thought of an example I was listening to, uh, somebody was interviewing, um, Tony Hawk, the, the famous skater. And, um, the reason that they said that he was successful was, uh, he stuck with skating even when it went through a dry period, like in the late eighties, early nineties or something. And, and this is, this is Tony's words. Like he's the one that stuck with it. And he said that everybody else switched to rollerblading for a while. And, and you, why he stuck with it obviously was passion in my opinion. But you know what? Um, just cause those guys had stayed with it didn't mean that they would be, if they had stayed with skating, doesn't mean they'll be Tony Hawk. And just because um, rollerblading never worked out or hasn't worked out yet doesn't mean they should quit rollerblading. But um, I guess I sound contradictory, but the way that they decide whether they should stick with skating and rollerblading, it should be it should be passion, in my opinion. But some people, you know, some people don't need that. And I think that's fine. Some people need a safe and secure paycheck. Some people need a shelter from the storm for a while, or they have a family now. And, and that's fine. Um, if you're listening to this, you could be either. I think a lot of my friends are probably the ones that they're looking for to get that itch scratched by their job. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Um, good luck. I hope you stick with your passions and just know that even if movement hasn't been made on them, sometimes movement happens fast. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good evening. Bye.